ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sexy time is here. That's right. We're talking about another episode of The Hitchhiker on Kill by Kill After Dark. Well, greetings and salutations, Internet. It's your old pal, Patrick Hamilton, coming to you once again from my lakeside chateau. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, where usually we're talking about horror movie characters, but for the month of February, we're keeping it erotic as we talk about the hitchhiker in our off weeks. (laughs) Um, And unlike two weeks ago, we're talking about... uh, uh, an episode that doesn't feature a single human character, <laughs> I guess. Where, whereas the pre- the previous episode we discussed had this this core of decency to it, but not 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 this one. Uh, but uh, before we go any further, there's only one person I trust to make sure that she puts that glass lid over the figurine, so the person I need to murder expires without me touching them. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How you doing today? Hey, Gina. Are you are you wearing your uh, your scuba gear? Say so your your bizarre alibi. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, like the, the alibi here is, hey Doc, why don't you go scuba diving with me? No one will know that I was involved in this magic murder. No one, no one would have thought you would have been involved in the magic murder, anyways. Also, how does the scuba gear prevent him from asphyxiating when she is? It, as open to air like why is the air out of that tank different than the air around her this is definitely one of those you know whatever the the you know uh, Romani, I guess. Uh, uh, That's what they're signaling. Yeah, yeah. Magic is uh, uh, with this this cake, this wedding cake topper. That it's very inconsistent as to <laughs> what it does and how it works. Yeah, they didn't quite think through this magical MacGuffin very well, but okay, it's fine, I guess. This is episode one. Yeah, this is uh, this is giving you a taste of what you could expect out of out of the the series as a whole, which yes. is you know a lot of softcore sex, mm-hmm. uh, a live murder mystery, and like <laughs> no characters whatsoever to root for. Which again makes the episode we talked about two weeks ago such a a, a an outlier in the sense that yes it has softcore sex scenes yes it's yeah. very sleazy but there is a character in it that has some as you say core of humanity right. that that which i think almost is kind of an accident honestly uh, yeah. i don't but, think it's but, their intention it just happened it's like it's right like, and well, thank can god you blame gravity when you fall over they just happened to write a character who has a personal touching experience that actually makes the episode have depth that it wouldn't have otherwise. You know, here, um, whereas here it's, you know, oh shit, my stepdaughter's hot. Right, you know. What do, what do? This is something we can all identify with. Oh yeah, my, my, my stepdaughter who maybe is five <laughs> years younger than my wife. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's start from the start because, oh boy, this one is jam-packed with crap. So 
We open on a guy water skiing. Water ski, water ski, like the demon that drops. I, I, also, I also like the uh, this is beautiful San Bernardino font for the uh, for the for the uh, the, ca- the 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 cast. Oh yeah, this is this is unique. This one is really. I don't. I guess this is also Vancouver, but it. I was like, is it Big Bear? Is this like Tahoe? Because it it just gives all those things, but. I think it's Vancouver, just based on the end credits. They didn't seem to film anywhere but Vancouver. Yeah, this is a heavily Canadian series. Yeah. So our lead Jeff Boater <laughs> zooms by the hitchhiker at high speeds. And then, and then <laughs> the, the, the hitchhiker kind of gives him a look like he's about to yell, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> But then he's like, oh, Jeff Boner's not a bad guy. He's like, yes, he is. He's, he's terrible. He's fucking he terrible. Kill, he, like, literally kills someone. What do you mean he's not a bad guy? <laughs> like, he almost killed you. <laughs> he, he, he's, like, ran your foot over. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not some gem of a human being who just had one moment of temptation. Got in over his head with his, with his sexy stepdaughter. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, like, you know, it happens to the best of us, you know. <laughs> what can you do? Jeff Boder's not the worst guy in the world. Poe Buddy's nerfix. Yeah, <laughs> but also, he's nowhere near good. So let's put it, uh, you know, I know you're trying to put things in perspective, but a little too much perspective, I think, is uh, obfuscating what's like, like, going yeah, don't, on don't here. Make your, don't make your audience, like, start out like you're supposed to feel sorry for a character just radiates douchebag from like the, right. the, the minute he appears on screen. Yes. And for whatever reason, Bruce Greenwood. Oh, he's a baby. He is a guy. Oh. He's like a fetus in this. <laughs> yes. And you know, he doesn't always play slimy. But when he does, Gina. Oh yeah, I mean, I I feel like I have seen him, and I and I know that 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 Becky's had a had a had a an unpleasant experience with him in real life. Yeah. He was the he one was, person on earth. Apparently, he, he yeah. was rude to her. Uh, but I can't imagine anybody being rude to Becky. But um, he could have had been having a bad day. I don't. I was not in his head. It it was weird. Everyone thought it was weird. Hey. You know, we've all had shitty days. But uh, yeah, he, yeah, like uh, he was in uh, House, uh, Fall of the House of Usher last year and he was right. terrific. He was mm-hmm. like a, a terrific villain in it. Um, but yeah, he I think just, he's terrific in most things. Uh, again, like you said, like he's a, he's a great villain. He he plays decent well. He he ha- he'll give you a range. He's so fucking good looking. Even at this age, he's incredibly good looking. When he takes his shirt off in Gerald's game, I wanted to throw my computer into <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely uh, uh, what do they call it? Long bottomed, where where like you know the 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 older he gets, the better looking he gets. And right. here he's here <laughs> here he's just here he's just he's pretty. He's he's very yes. pretty. He's gorge. Um, and yeah, there's not a wrinkle on him. He's sun kissed. It's just insane how pretty he is here. And so, um, you know, what What I did want to say is the hitchhiker changes after season one. And I have to assume part of the reason is that they 
audiences preferred an actor who, I don't know, would open his mouth when he's speaking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and he also, and because his, 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 his eyes are always at a sexy squint, but they also look like they're closing, like he's in time for nappy nap time. Yeah, I he think just, he's trying. I think he's trying to do that uh, that bedroom eyes thing, but but mm-hmm. like he just looks sort of bored and tired. Right, he, he's bedroom eyes to the point where he's underneath the bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's tucked in and ready to go night night. <laughs> he's he's underneath that blankie. It's pulled up all the way over his nose. It's time for sweeping. He, he is honk chewing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um. We learn that Jeff, our water skiing bohunk, has a wedding coming up. And he does what we all do ahead of those nuptials. Visit the Benny Gesserit to understand how the spice moves through the universe. <laughs> His robot grandmother, who is like literally wearing a babushka. And there's like mystical violin music playing in the background. Because when I think of, you know, Eastern European grandma, I think Bruce Greenwood. I mean, she's practically a Russian nesting doll. He's waiting for her to break in half and a smaller woman pop out. I, I said this to you uh, uh, before we started recording, but, but uh, you know, I can't say for certain that that's not Robin Williams under all that makeup with like the, the you know, the mystical Eastern European accent. But I can't say that it isn't either. It's not subtle. Again, Hitchhiker, not known no, for subtlety. No. Uh, which makes the pre two weeks episode again so incredible, kind of a miracle, and, honestly. Yeah. And again, it's not the whole episode. The whole ep- the half the episode is is you know, vintage hitchhiker, but right. then you've got this other half. It's like, oh shit, someone put some like thought into this. Like, <laughs> did fucking Donahue do a session amongst <laughs> the writers' room? It's like Alan Alda guest wrote this episode or something. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, it, it's oh so wild, but. But here, no. It's yeah, just- no, this is like, yeah, it, it makes sense that this is the first episode because this is the one I always think of when I yeah. when I think of The Hitchhiker. And of course, you know, I was like uh, 11 when this came on. I'm like, oh, this is sexy. And yeah. now, now, now I'm like, now I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's sexy in the terms of like everyone keeps doffing their clothes. Right, and, right, you right. Know, for a kid, and, and, you know, you know it, sexy it, it, every. You know, just, you know, hanging around the house, she's got like the full, like, like uh, garter and then, you know, Teddy and all underneath her regular clothes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, grandma is like giving him uh, uh, these. He's humble- like, he's like visits the old country. So like, so she yeah. can, like, give him this, this like enchanted cake topper. And just, you have to make sure that your soul is pure, Jeff. Like, what? Jeff coming out of this woman's mouth makes Jeff. it even weirder that they're related. Jeffy. Jeffy. <laughs> he's like, all right, Grandma. He's practically making the jerking off gesture, like, like talking to her. Because the other thing is, there could they, they don't, it just casting Bruce Greenwood in every other aspect of this role makes complete sense. But the related to a Romani woman from the old country. Yeah, I, I don't know why they just. I, I don't know why they just couldn't have a scene where he goes to like a like a like on an antique shop or something and, right. and buys this cake topper as a gift for his his bride to be. Or it arrives in the mail from a distant relative with a note. 
because there's, if there's one thing that, that Greenwood lacks, it is an old European appeal. <laughs> he, does not look, he does not look like he has roots in the old country. No, he looks like he know, knew how to tie up a yacht before he knows how to tie up his shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's just, if anyone in this, in this segment you know, has the ability to get into a whites only country club. It is Bruce Greenwood. <laughs> yeah, I, he really missed his calling in playing a, a number uh, of fraternity bullies in various 80s comedies. <laughs> yes. Some, somehow he was just what didn't get on the scene in time to be a local college bully, but oh my God, he would have been great. Missed opportunity. Um, but Jeff races home in an old-timey, expensive car to meet Jackie. She's young-ish. She's beautiful. She's got huge tracts of land. And they're all over one another. And then they, she's like, take me to bed, Jeff of the old country. And he's like, <laughs> will do. <laughs> Show me me your mysterious Romani lovemaking ways. (laughs) And this is when it dawns on me. Oh, he's a boy toy. Okay. All right. I, I get it. And then they get into the bedroom and there's a fucking talking bird. And let me tell you something. I'm not single anymore, nor do I want to be, but all all the single people out there, if there is a red flag, it is, a talking bird in a bedroom. Yeah, that, that, bird, that not... bird needs to be in the other room. <laughs> needs to be elsewhere. I'm not saying no one should be able to I, own a bird no, or nobody, whatever. Nobody needs to needs to have a bird offering Howard Cosell commentary while they fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and again, like it was only a couple months ago, we were talking about Amityville Four, and there's another fucking talking bird who's and, and, and of course we've got the, the 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 best talking bird of all, the visitor. <laughs> pretty bird, pretty, I'm a pretty bird, bird. Let me your fucking eyes out. So, um, we they make serious love, and when he takes off his pants. You get a little shot of Mr. Greenwood, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely some there's definitely some pube action, and then if you look long enough, a little more than that. Oh yeah, you you get a little shaft. I mean, you're not getting the whole thing. I wish we got in the full salt burn, but <laughs> for whatever reason, we're denied again. Uh, do you did you were you hoping for a, a scene in which Bruce Greenwood after he after he you know, offs the uh, the wife just starts. Dancing in the house through the house, darker suburban on the dance floor. <laughs> I do, yeah. Honestly, uh, it would have been a great reference to <laughs> to a movie to that came out forty years, years in after veins the movie. movie. <laughs> Twenty years in veins of the song. I just think you know we have like, ask ask your local AI robot to make it happen. Make a naked Bruce Greenwood dance around the house to murder on the dance floor. <laughs> Yeah, sure, his hands are going to be weird, but maybe it'll get the penis right. We don't know. (laughs) Why does he have three penises? Oh, this is the future of entertainment. This is what people want. So uh, they all have are all having dinner together, Jeff and Jackie and Peter, Dr. Peter. And he seems real fun. Like, I'd like to gossip with him, but I also know 
that he'd read me for filth once I leave the room. I was going to say, know? yeah, he, he's definitely talking shit about you behind yeah. your back. Like be, you're barely out of the room. <laughs> he's just and like, he, he is just making comments about what you're wearing. Right. And he's like, oh, nice sweater. <laughs> exactly. And then she goes, we went shopping. And he gives a look like, right, girl, right. Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you took this bumfuck shopping because I don't think he can shop on his own for anything other than the water skis. Like, oh my God, what what the fuck is this grand dame doing in this episode? I don't All right, sure, why not? Why not add it to the fucking list? But in walks Pamela. Um... She's actually young. She's beautiful. One day she'll inherit huge tracts of land. And also she wants to get into Jeff's paints. Yeah. She's like, like, and I've used this phrase before. She's like, she's immediately undressing him with her eyes, then redressing him, then dressing, then undressing him again. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little more, a a little more slowly and more sensually this time. <laughs> you know, rehearsal makes for a good show. So, uh Jackie and Pamela, um while Pamela is the stepdaughter, they appear to be in a hair helmet competition. It's like they're wearing football helmets underneath their hair. Yeah, this was like I said you you could tell that this was an an, an mid-80s program cuz just the the massive massive heights that the women that the actress's hair gets to. It's it's remarkable. Yeah. And then, you know, like I've seen some really fraught silences um but I've seen ad break bumpers on Days of Our Lives that have less drama than the silences at this table. It's just, holy shit, you all hate one another. Yeah, Pamela uh, doesn't do much facially except make fuck eyes and shoot daggers out of her eyes to other people. <laughs> yeah, she, it's really, it's in the opposite of smizing is what she's good at. Uh, cut to a pool with a window. Yes, apparently the pool they have uh, has a window that cuts to a a sauna uh, if, that if, Bruce Greenwood is if, using. If you want to watch um, other people swim, sadly he has a towel, unfortunately. Um, but he sees her in the pool and he's like, "Okay, time to go upstairs and go to the jacuzzi." And so Pamela walks in and it's like, "So you're marrying my stepmom? Uh, let's bone!" And she just takes off her bikini and he's like, "She's in the other room." And Pamela's like, that makes it hotter. Uh, okay, you're still going to have weird dry jacuzzi sex, but yeah, go for don't, it. just don't. No. We, we, we've had to say this so many times. <laughs> and we'll probably got to say it several more times while we're doing this, this, uh, you know, all, 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 uh, all after dark February. Yeah. Um, but I guess the sex is so good. They are just locked into one another. Cut to what I thought was the rehearsal for their for their wedding because people are like moving the cake and moving flowers. And then the minister of the peace is like, all right, uh, you may kiss the bride. And they're married. And you're like, why are they so disorganized? Why are they carrying flowers <laughs> in, in the middle of the ceremony? Yeah, I was going to say that all that all that stuff should have been there already. Yeah, it's like this does not bode well for this marriage, but okay. Um, If you're wondering, it's true. Jackie's wedding dress does come from the Dowager Aunt collection. 
Um, yeah, but the funny thing, I don't th- I don't think that this actress playing Jackie is probably older than 40. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and granted, you know, people did look a little older back then. Uh, but they're trying to they're they're trying to put a, a a bigger age gap between her and Pamela than there actually is. Yeah. So they're they're putting her in these like super frumpy outfits and and yeah, you know, which is wild because when she does take her clothes off, it's like all right, looking great. Yeah, no one no one's kicking you out of bed for eating crackers, you know. Exactly. I mean, you There's know, really no point in dressing her so dowdy, especially on her wedding day. Right, and it's like the only difference between her and Pamela really is Pamela has a slightly younger face. That, right. That's 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 about it. I'd say there's less than ten years between two of them. It's re- it's ridiculous. They're making a whole lot out of nothing, and I you know sp- even if there is only a ten year difference because they're they're not really related. She's a, a stepmother and everything, but of course, uh, you know Jackie hands. Um, a voice on how much money Pamela gets at, you know, out of her trust and whatnot. So there's a lot of animosity between them that this just is setting things up for Pamela while dancing with Jeff at Jeff and Jackie's wedding going, you know what you could do though, right? Murder your wife. <laughs> Bring it right up, right out in the open. They got married 10 minutes ago. <laughs> There's, I know everyone was rushing around putting flowers in place, but they're legally married as of tick, tick, tick 11 minutes ago. And the way this is framed, it's like they just met yesterday. That, 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 right. that Jeff and Pamela just met for the first time yesterday. And now and she's like, like yeah. kill your wife and, you know, and, and, and be, to be with me. And he's like, well, I'd love to kill my wife to be with you, but there's just no way I could get away with it. And she's like, tis a shame. And he's like, but but don't. Like, you've had sex once. Again, you had sex previous. You're not a virgin. Why are you so hooked into this gal you just met? And you're already having sex with that lady. It just like, again, we do not come... This sleazy ass show for reality. This is really asking a lot. Um, Speaking of asking a lot, um, their magical love is figurine, of course, is kind of like a voodoo doll, but with class divides instead of casual racism for fuel. Cool. So when they put it on top of the wedding cake and they start lighting candles around it, all of a sudden both Jeff and Jackie start getting the vapors and hit the ground. And when, when somebody blows out the candles, suddenly they're fine again. Yeah. What happens to the figurine happens to them, everybody. Yeah, it's I don't understand this. I, I don't understand why uh um you know, little, little old, old country grandma gives this to him. Yeah. Like it, it kind of seems more like she's cursing him than anything else. Yeah. And it's like, and again, you know, because, he has uh, you good, know, good for him. Good yeah, for but, her. But, but does she, but does she know that? But does she know that though? Does, does grandmama know that? She does say that he has to <clears throat> be pure of heart and in soul in order for, you know, the figurine to do its job, which is kind of to protect you. But if you're not, like, let's say the mistress that you have, your the, the, your your wife's stepdaughter says, why don't you knock off your wife and then we can fuck forever? 
I guess that opens him up to the bad part of the figure eight. Is the math here? I don't know. It doesn't spell it out. It's very, it's choose your own adventure in terms of how this works. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Like if, if I, you know, actually loved my grandchild, I don't know that mm-hmm. I would give that to them. Yeah, seems seems like a bad idea. But you know, I'm not on the spice. I don't travel the universe, so <laughs> I, I didn't. You don't. You don't go. You don't move around Southern California in a covered wagon. No, <laughs> you know, offering offering to read people's tarot cards. I don't stick my hand in a box to see if I can withstand the pain. You know, typical things grandmas do. <laughs> um, so. Uh, now Greenwood later on the day goes to the, um, to the tool shed to, I don't know what he's doing with that nail and the hand of the figurine. I don't know why he needs to, is he cleaning cake off of it? I don't, I don't get it, but he scratches the wrist of his part of the figurine and it scratches his wrist. And he's like, Oh, I figured out how to commit murder without having to commit murder. I, I, I got this. And so what does he do? He tells his mistress about his magic mini plans. And she's like, okay, whatever, whatever works. I am on board with magic murder. Seems great. (laughs) So this just goes to show you folks, never trust a water ski pro. No. This this is a dire warning. Uh, and you're saying, well, I think, Patrick, you're painting water ski pros with a pretty broad brush. Uh, the hitchhiker. <laughs> the hitchhiker is what I have to say back to you. So the plan is Jeff takes Dr. Peter on an impromptu scuba diving trip to establish an alibi. Pamela, who's at the piano but not playing the piano, Put a big glass lid over the figurines, which somehow denies Jackie oxygen, but not Jeff because he has a scuba tank. But Jackie has air. So <laughs> she has actual air. She has the world of air, and Jeff is pulling on a scuba tank. I would just think. Again, we do not come to Hitchhiker for realism when it comes to voodoo murder, if there is such a thing. But, uh, fucking what? This does, this does, no one gave this a smell test. Someone thought this was a real great workaround. Anywho, Jackie dies. And of course, she dies in front of people with witnesses that no, neither Pamela or Jeff was around. So, and, and a doctor was on the premises. And so they bury her and they get back to the house afterwards. They dismiss the staff and then it's sexy time, baby. Yeah. We've got like a record, like three sex scenes in this. So like, if that's what you're coming to these for, you will, you will not be disappointed. Yeah. And again, all of them are on YouTube with all the nudity attached to them. So there you go, and you and um, you and you get to you get to see a glimpse of Bruce Greenwood's dog. Exactly, you get get to see at least a, a, an inch or two. Uh, I'd love to see more. Again, Bruce, if you want to give us a full cock shot now, I'm sure it's just as good. <laughs> he will never now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I jinxed it! I jinxed the full Greenwood. Oh, damn it, Hamilton. 
So um, they get back to the house. There is the slowest funeral sex scene you've ever seen in your life. Oh, I, I, like, I do like that Pamela wore, you know, in, in, in deference to, to you know, her recent losses wearing black lingerie. <laughs> well, she's in Morty. And so <laughs> Bruce Greenwood takes off every every ounce of her clothing as slow. Yeah, I was going to say, they was like, this is, this is one of those, oh shit, we only have like 17 minutes of plot. We better like yeah. you know, draw this out as long as possible. It's like, we need the tension for the bird to get the plan to murder you. But honestly, if you could take off those stockings slower, Bruce, that would be great. Just, just, just treat her, just treat her like, 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 you know, her, you know, like her skin is really irritated and you're trying to gently remove her clothes. <laughs> right. It's like a game of operation. She, she's got, so, you, got, you guys went, you guys went water skiing. She got really sunburned. <laughs> when he pops her bra from the front. And so she's lying back on top of it. She doesn't move at all to help the removal of the bra from underneath her. She just lays like a sack of clothes, <laughs> which also doesn't make it very passionate. She's just like, this is happening again. You're you kind of murder to have one another, like put some effort into it's like, it. It's like, oh, I was, I was expecting so much more. Afterwards. No, I just feel kind of empty. <laughs> And then if it wasn't sexy enough, Bruce Greenwood mounts her and begins to have sex with her with his pants on, which folks, again, like the jacuzzi thing, don't have sex with somebody uh, with your your dick uh, poking out through a zipper because that zipper is going to hit you. That's going to hit your partner. That's a that's a recipe for bad times, everybody. Yeah, that's a that's much like uh, having sex in a jacuzzi. That is one of those things that looks sexier than it actually is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So while they're having you know hot after funeral <laughs> pants on sex, hot morning sex, <laughs> hot bereavement sex, <laughs> um, <laughs> the birds like you know what. I'm out. The bird's, I'm like, out not, the bird's like, not on my fucking watch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been watching you the whole fucking time. I know your deal. I also know this love is figuring magic. And it imagine wanders they, imagine over they, there. Imagine if they were like the love is. <laughs> that would make it so much better. Two little naked babies. <laughs> Just naked babies and claws and all of a sudden blood spurts out of your fucking shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, um, what uh, precious moments? Yeah. <laughs> Just the scariest naked married babies you're ever going to see. Up. <laughs> and so the bird goes over and starts clawing the shit out of that figurine. And Bree Squeeman's like, oh my God, my shoulder, blood, blood, blood. Oh my God, my eyes, blood, blood, blood. And he wanders outside. And starts tripping down the stairs and the bird, you know, tosses the figurine over and it shatters on the ground. Then Bruce Greenwood, as he's tumbling down the stairs, shatters into a million pieces. Like, if you, folks, if you've ever seen Top Secret, 
Uh, and, and the 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 part where uh, chocolate mousse. Uh, I'm sorry. Sh- uh, I'm sorry. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate uh, mousse. Uh, punches the soldier, and the soldier like falls off the tower and smashes like port like ceramic. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens in like scariest ending ever, right? And HBO's like, I can't add enough zeros to this check. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm that hard. My penis is in the way. This is great, everybody. <laughs> A million seasons of this. This is this is everything we've wanted. We're never going to have a better horror anthology series than The Hitchhiker. Nope. This is it, folks. We did it. <laughs> Just wrap it up. We're all going to be talking about The Hitchhiker for the rest of our days. And yeah. The, so. Pam, Pamela comes out. She's, she's just sort of like, huh? That's weird. <laughs> like right. walks, walks away. <laughs> it's really good. It's going to be a toughie for Vancouver CSI. Um, <laughs> seems like, now let me get this straight. You two in the middle of sex after his wife, your stepmother's funeral, which you had nothing to do with. You're having sex. He's like, ouch, blood spurts all over you. His eyes pop out of his skull. And then he went down the stairs and became ceramic <laughs> he's just like in pieces now like what what does the what do the police write down after this like all this uh, all the only only intact part we can find is a face <laughs> and like two inches of his dick which is weird <laughs> it's just that part of his dick but okay um, and so it is time to choose our own death venture where of the deaths of this episode, we decide which one to choose and why. And we've got two great choices here. We can either asphyxiate via figuring, or you can get your eyes clawed out and tumble down the stairs until you shatter into plaster. So Gina, what say you? Oh gosh. Uh, you know what? I, I told you that every time I, I, I trip, I, I feel like I am, in fact, going to fall down and shatter into about 27 pieces. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I want this death, but but I feel like this one is the most plausible for me. So I'm, I'm going to take you know, shatter like a ceramic vase. Yeah. For, you know, I've taken a couple tumbles in the last five years and landed on my face. And I'll be honest with you, every time I'm thinking this is the way I'm going to go. This is it. Because <laughs> had a good run. I am not graceful. So it's like I land on my face or I land on my hands. By the way, they're yeah. going to feel good. Well, the one time I did it, I was stepping off of a sidewalk and my hands were in my jacket. This over this overcoat, <laughs> it looked great. But yeah, my hand, I couldn't get my hands out of my jacket. So oh, I God. had to turn my body to the side to avoid complete disaster. Um, so I had that level of grace, but the other time I, I tripped on my dog's leash and fell right on my fucking nose. Oof. Um, and I'm like, uh, if this, if, if I hear a snap, I wouldn't be surprised. And somehow I just got a, you know, a black eye out of the deal, but holy shit. I was like, man, you gotta do, you gotta, you gotta start thinking about your life. <laughs> it's like, it's time to walk more slowly. <laughs> it's time to be careful about it's time, time to time to time to consider a a a a, a charming cane as an affectation. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been looking into it. 
Yeah, always shopping around. I've had knee and, and ankle problems up until the point I went to physical therapy and relearned how to walk like a human being. And I haven't had a problem since knocking on wood. So there you have it. You know, um, this theme, uh, this remix, you go to revengebodymemphis at bandcamp.com. Jeff, uh, or yeah, <laughs> How Jeff, many times have I done this fucking Jeff, outro? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bode is, is a bad guy. Josh Hollis is a good guy. Jeff Hollis is the best guy. Go to joshhollis.com. Um, if you've got artwork demands, uh, he's amazing at it. Everyone says it and they're right. It's it's true. It, it, it's an incredible benefit to this show. Uh, and we love that we get to pay him for that work because you are a part of our Patreon. Uh, those who can Thank you so much because that payment goes into paying for our music and paying for our artwork each and every week. And we really appreciate that. Hey, Gina, where can people find you on these here internets? I write about movies and television at the spool.net. Uh, I write uh, a newsletter also about uh, movies and pop culture in general at uh, Gina watches things.substack.com. And I am on all the social medias except for Twitter under Gina does things. Do it today, people. Check it out. And uh, we're on the socials. Rate and review us on your podcatcher. It really helps us be seen and heard by more people. If you haven't done it uh, and, and you listen to us often, please find a way to do it. It, it really does help us in, in the rankings and for us to be seen by more people and build the podcast. And we're so thankful that you are a part of it. Um, and next week we'll be back with another erotic misadventure, everyone. But until then, for myself and for Gina, bye-bye, everybody. Bye!